cut cut them up. Okay. Line I Notebook in three, two, one. Welcome back on this Friday to the News Hour. It's the Illini Notebook with Brian Barnhart. He's here for a preview of tomorrow's Illini football game. This was to be the Illini Notebooks segment. Mm -hmm. It was to be a doubleheader tomorrow of Illini football and basketball. But guess what? COVID has struck. UT Martin, tomorrow night's opponent, has had a positive case, at least one. And they will not play the game tomorrow night with Illinois. So... Illinois will be on the hunt for a different ball game at a date later, and we just get football tomorrow between Illinois and Iowa. I guess um, I guess it's not a total surprise, mm-hmm. but still kind of catches you off guard a little bit when a game gets canceled. We've had that happen in football, Brian, mm-hmm. and now in basketball. Yeah, too. you've seen it uh, just about every day. There's you hear of one game somewhere where somebody's not going to play, and sometimes it's the the smaller conferences or, or they're smaller, you know, a team like UT Martin, or sometimes it's you know, Jim Beheim sitting out for two weeks or whatever the case is at Syracuse. So it's uh, it's been a daily thing, and we've kind of figured out, you know, how to, and this game was just penciled in, what, last week, in the last week, and I barely got the contract signed, I guess, uh, if they had a contract. And so now it's not happening, but that's the world we live in. Yeah, yeah here we go. So <laughs> uh, Brad Underwood today talked about wanting to find another Big Ten game to add to the 20-game slate to make it 21. I'd the logistics of whether it would be a conference count towards conference standings and and the seating and the tournament and all that I, I I don't know but I think his larger point is we know what we got with the Big Ten and our testing protocols our safety measures let's stick to that yeah I think Brad's been advocating that since the beginning I think he he didn't want to play any non conference games there for a while I think he just wanted to play more twenty two or twenty four or whatever Big Ten games and because the Big Ten protocols are all the same everybody's doing the same thing and you bring in different teams you don't know quite you know, what you've got. Now, I know that North Carolina A&T, they were rigorously testing based on what I was told. And so, you know, and I'm sure all the other teams were as well. But uh, they had to be really careful about that. And obviously with UT Martin's situation, I mean, you don't want to have your season derailed because somebody else comes in with a positive case. So it's better safe than sorry, I guess, in this case. And, And they'll be okay. I mean, they can do a scrimmage or they can do whatever and then get ready for Duke. Oh, is Duke next on the schedule yeah, then? Yeah, that's what I hear. Okay, that's Tuesday night. <laughs> and, uh, boy, Illinois has got a schedule here. And then you got the bragging rights game next Saturday, and mm-hmm. then you have the start of Big Ten basketball play right. with, with Minnesota. So a lot to get ready for. But Illinois football riding a two-game winning streak. Didn't play last Saturday because of COVID, taking away the Ohio State Buckeyes. So now they'll try to do it against Iowa, a team they got waxed by two years ago. Last year played tougher in a nine-point loss. Is this the year that Illinois can solve the Hawkeyes? Well, they need to. It's one of those teams where the streak has grown year by year. To, I don't know what it is now, 11 out of 13 or something like that, uh, that Iowa's won. And, you know, two years ago was just one of those ridiculously forgettable games. I mean, it was just over fast. I think it was only 7 nothing after one, and then it was – 35 nothing at half. And I know the guys were embarrassed by it. I know the coaching staff was just embarrassed by what happened. They played a much better game last year. They had every chance to win that game in Iowa City. Did a great job inside the red zone. I think Iowa was down there three or four times and had to settle for field goals each time. And Duncan's a good field goal, Keith Duncan, field goal kicker. But I thought they played much better. I thought they acquitted themselves really well. That was one for the taking. And they were on the heels of the Michigan State comeback uh, the week before. So, 
Um, I expect a close game. Iowa plays a lot of close games. They just always do. The difference is Iowa wins a lot of those close games, much like Northwestern. Yeah. Generally. And part of it's just the style of their play. Mm -hmm. They're a ball control offense. So, obviously, two years ago, a bit more of an anomaly. They don't typically blow out teams, but they don't give uh, give away a lot of points either. So, it, it strikes me that either team, whatever team wins, isn't going to win by a wide margin. Well, and it's interesting. You go back and talk to our guys that have worked with us, Kurt Kittner. You go back that far. You go back to even you probably ask Josh Whitman the same thing, or you could ask uh, Martin O'Donnell. You know, what do you see when you see Iowa? Well, it's all the same thing. They've been running the same stuff. I mean, it's not. You know, it's not a lot of. I mean, scheming. People talk about schemes and so forth. I mean, it's all very basic, straightforward defense. But they just run it so well, and they've been doing it for so long. It's what they do. They ought to and, bottle and, it and yeah, sell it. But. Yeah, they ought to bottle it and sell it. And they. <laughs> They always, you know, they've come with that traditional, it's interesting, the, you know, their line play is always really strong, and they get some kids from Illinois, by the way, doing that, offensive line and defensive line. They've always, uh, most years, have run the ball pretty well. They've had years where they haven't always run it as well, but always great tight end. they got Sam Laporta this year, a uh, young man that they throw to a lot. Um, defensively, they don't give you a whole lot. You have to earn everything. They get a lot of turnovers. They do that this year. I think these are two of the better teams in takeaways. It's a formula that's worked for a long time. It's one of those things, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. I mean, that's what they do at Iowa. You can know what's coming in, in some ways. Doesn't matter. Their game. Yeah, because their, their idea is I'm just going to out-execute you mm-hmm. with what we do well. And, and, and basically both coaches have said as such this week, we kind of know what each other's all about. Illinois has become all about running the ball, mm-hmm. and they've been doing it pretty well. well. Second-leading rushing team, at least last week they were, in, in, in the Big Ten. Yeah, 222 yards a game and somebody asked me today uh, earlier today about you know how is that happening what's going on I said well the line has obviously re-engaged with the absence now of Felcheski which is going to hurt but all those guys have played together you've got two really good backs in Brown and Epstein and then the quarterback's running more I mean Isaiah Williams ran like crazy at Rutgers and even Peters has been running quite a bit uh, this year Uh, you know every few plays he'll take off and so that's all added up that's how you get to 222. Let's look at the notebook, and it's brought to us by Guido's, Jupiter's, Billy Baru's, and Seven Saints. Well, you talk about the Iowa defense third in the conference in scoring defense, 16 points a game, only giving up 109 on the ground. So Illinois is averaging 222, so there you go, the battle of the immovable object against the irresistible force, as they say. Uh, here's where they uh, do similar to what Illinois has done. At least one interception in 12 straight games until last week. And they've had a pick six in 13 straight years, hmm. at least one, and 18 of the last 20 games. Uh, number three in the Big Ten in interceptions with 10. Indiana leads with 16. So there's a couple of things there. Also, uh, the uh, Illinois-Iowa series, uh, of course, we mentioned the game a couple of years ago, uh, 63 to nothing, 28 points in the second quarter. Uh, that tied the worst loss in Illinois history, 1906, University of Chicago, 63 to nothing. You forget Rayvon Bonner had 111 yards in that game. Hmm. I don't remember that. No. <laughs> I don't remember much about that. And the series goes back to the previous century, not 20th, but 19th, 1899. Uh, first meeting Illinois and Iowa. Iowa's won six in a row, 10 of the last 11. Matt Eller beat Iowa on a field goal, 27-24 from 46 yards out. Even the Rose Bowl team in 07 lost at Iowa. 
ten to six. <laughs> Some things that are really hard you to know, change. You know, really hard to change. <laughs> and didn't play several years uh, there between 1953 and 66 due to the Rocky Ryan incident, which everybody knows about if you've been around of a certain age. Uh, Illinois did win 12 in a row in the series at one point, but uh, didn't play for a few years earlier, uh, just a few years ago, because of the leaders and legends switch. And we were like scratching our heads like, why are we not playing Iowa? You know, we just never seem to play them. Well, now we're playing them every year. But Never underestimate the power of academics to <laughs> overthink something. <laughs> yeah, well, it um, should be a good matchup. I, I, Illinois should be feeling good. I, mean, I don't know if the, the – off week or bye week's going to, in a way, is going to affect them or not. I, everybody that can play, I talked to Lovey Smith. It uh, sounds like everybody's ready to go for the game tomorrow. Yeah. So I, you know, I expect a good game. I hope for a good game. Yeah. We'll see what happens at mm-hmm. Illinois. Uh, could use a boost if we get them back to 500 and uh, with a chance for a, a winning season in the Big Ten or mm-hmm. not a losing season. If you want to look ahead to week nine, we'll see what that comes. But about time Illinois gets one against the Hawkeyes. Oh, for sure. And uh, Iowa comes in. It's interesting. They come in. Uh, I talked to some of their folks. Uh, they can't meet as a team here. They have to do their meetings in Iowa City and then come in and go to bed and then get up and go to the game. Yeah. So <laughs> that's the extent of true home what, field advantage probably doesn't exist this year, but logistics yeah, get thrown in there for do. the road team makes mm-hmm. it a little more challenging. A little more challenging. Yeah. Thanks, Brian. We'll look forward yes, to your sir. call tomorrow. All our, right. Our coverage starts at 1230. Kickoff with Brian and Martin at 230. And the Illini Notebook is brought to you by Guido's, Jupiter's, Billy Baru's, and Seven Saints. Local news next.